and welcome to Beyond the Badgers. I am your host, Dan Lebowski, here for a special, special March Madness edition of Beyond the Badgers. Uh, best time of the year. Lucky to be joined by Luke Snuggerud. He came on the pod earlier this year. Luke, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm just uh, happy to be a part of, like you said, the best time of the year and looking forward to uh, to the madness that ensues. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, Selection Sunday was Sunday because it's Selection Sunday. But um, as always, there's going to be some big upsets and we're here to break them down and give you a couple uh, picks and give our opinions on the bracket. Before we dive into that, Luke, did you have a problem with the uh, 68 teams? Did you think TCU or, or another bubble team should have got in? No, I'm, I'm happy that uh, Belmont was the uh, was one of the last teams to get in. Um, I don't think those bubble teams like TCU um, should get rewarded for having a really mediocre season. Right. Um, so I'm happy that uh, you know the mid-major Belmont team gets in. Um, you yeah, know, was, they get rewarded for their season. So yeah, it was a good mix, and it was nice to see, like you said, a mid-major get in um, with Temple, and then the other two were Arizona State and St. John's. But we'll get into that. There was obviously some seeding, might have some problems. Villanova being a six is pretty low for me. I thought they'd be higher, but obviously we'll get into that as we break it down. So, Luke, why don't we start and dive into it, into the East region. Top seed is Duke. They're the number one overall seed. Uh, two seed there, Michigan State. They kind of got a bad draw after winning the Big Ten championship. Uh, why don't we start with, uh, do you have a sleeper in this? Rapid? Yeah, no, I just want to dive or talk about quick what you said about the seeding. That It right. kind of blew my mind that, honestly, I think the best one seed, Duke, obviously, in the tournament, getting the one seed. And I think the best two seed is probably Michigan State. So I don't know why they got paired together, but that's not for us to decide. So um, a sleeper for this for this region for me, um, I like Liberty in the twelve five matchup against Mississippi State. Um, I think Liberty can shoot the three ball well, and that's kind of what Mississippi State struggles to defend against. So. Um, I think that's when you have contrasting styles, I think that is uh, something that can lead to an upset. So I, I like Liberty there. Now, are you scared that they kind of run a slower pace? They're 349 out of 355 in the Ken Palm uh, uh, pace. Usually we see those faster teams pulling upset. Are you concerned a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, I mean that's not ideal when you when you rely on hot shooting and you uh, when your pace is that slow. So therefore, you need to you know hit most of your buckets you're making. But they are a very efficient offensive team. So um, I mean, if they're if they're playing their game, then they're going to be successful. But uh, so we'll see, we'll see. I mean, that could come back and bite them. But um, you know, it's it's March, and you never know what's going to happen. So. You're telling me. You're telling me. Now, we talked about this before getting on the pod. Uh, we liked Yale. They are offensively 44th in Ken Palm, unfortunately 148 on defense, so they can 
score the basketball. Their problem's going to be stopping LSU. They have a couple really good players, but I'm a little nervous that they're getting too trendy. What are your thoughts? No, you, I mean, you hit it right on the head there. Um, that definitely scares me, too, that, uh, you know, there's a team that kind of everyone wants to hitch on to for being their sleeper team. Um, it, it looks appealing. The matchup looks good. Like you said, Will Wade being out is, I mean, it's tough. You're, you're going into the tournament without your head coach. So that definitely throws teams for a loop. But, um, yeah, I like the matchup, and I think it's definitely possible. But it's it scares me a little bit that, you know, everyone's kind of getting on Yale, and that could light a fire under LSU. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, I definitely think there's upset possibility there, and that's that's probably the best uh, chance that we'll see a 14 seed be a three this year. So, so let's keep it with that game. We'll do our um, a couple bets that we like. We'll go through three games each region, um, and then we'll get into our Sweet 16 and, and blah 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 Final Four pick from the East region. The first game, as we just mentioned, was Yale plus seven. We don't have to talk too much about it. Uh, I think we both like Yale plus seven in that game. Is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. probably. Like to see them keep it close. Don't know if they're going to win it or outright, but I think they'll keep it close. Next game, we're both from Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, taking on Louisville, little Richard Patino, Rick Patino. Uh, revenge game, if you will. Minnesota's five point underdogs. Who do you like in that one and why? Uh, I've been honestly fading Louisville all year. Um, they're all right, a super in. inconsistent team. Right. Um, they've got a couple good players. Uh, Cunningham can shoot the ball well, but uh, like he was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, he, I, he. I'm pretty sure he was the most improved player this year in the ACC. No, mm-hmm. I, I think he might have been. But uh, so they got a couple good players. But um, there's there's a lot that's going into this game. Minnesota is playing their best basketball they have all year. Amir Coffey's kind of found his groove. Um, you know when he's playing well. That really makes a Gophers, Gophers go. So um, I like Minnesota. I think they can win this game outright. Um, the Patino factor could definitely uh, definitely help. I think he's gonna get those get the Gophers, uh, you know, ready to play. So they they'll be playing for him too. So I, I like the Gophers in that one. Um, plus five, I, yeah, plus five, and honestly, outright. So a um, little bit of a homer pick, but I. I honestly think the Gophers are the better team playing no, I, this year. So. Yeah, I like that too. I was just a little nervous because obviously the Big Ten was good, but ACC is is up there, probably one of the best, if not the best in the country. So um, Louisville is going to be prepared for the tournament. But um, no, I agree with you. I would, I would take Minnesota plus five as well. I just don't know if they're going to win that outright. The last game we'll go through in the East regions, Liberty – the 12 seed that you touched on taking on Mississippi State in the first round. Liberty is six and a half point underdogs. Who are you liking? Yeah, I, I touched on that earlier. And I, I'm i going with Liberty in this one. Um, Mississippi State was a team that kind of started out the year pretty hot. And then they've been, they've been sh- I mean, I wouldn't say struggling. They're, I think they won maybe seven of, the, of their last 10 games, but uh, they're, they were definitely hotter at the beginning of the year, and I think they were. I think you can agree with me. They might have been a little bit overseeded. So, um, 
and like I said, Liberty shoots the three well. They they just shoot the ball well in general, and, and Mississippi State kind of struggles um, defending. So um, I'm I'm going to go with uh, Liberty in this game. Now, for me, I'm going to disagree with you for the first time on the pod, and I think Mississippi State is going to crush Liberty. I love their offense. When you look at Liberty, their best two wins of the season are against Lipscomb. They beat them twice on the road, um, and, and that's pretty much it. So I, I don't really think that they have All right, time been battle-tested coming into the game, um, and I think Mississippi State has. Obviously, um, and, and also Liberty's top scorer, Scotty James, 13 points. They don't really have that big gun. So I'm going to take Mississippi state minus six and a half there. Um, Snuggy, I'll go first here with the sweet 16. And, and for some reason, I mean, I think we can all agree that Duke's going to, Duke's going to make it there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Now I think. Virginia, I got Virginia Tech in the Sweet 16. I think they can give them a game. They already beat them in the regular season, but that was out, without Zion. But Virginia Tech gets back their point guard, uh, Justin Robinson. Um, so I like them. And then I like Belmont or Temple, the winner. They play tonight. Some reason I like them. What are your thoughts on that? I love Virginia Tech. I love I love their chances. Um, I think... So I love Virginia Tech, and I think that's going to be one of the best games of the Sweet 16. Um, I agree. Then the rest was uh, I had Michigan State, obviously, and then uh, Michigan State-Duke. But with Marquez Bolden out for Duke for the foreseeable future, Kerry Blackshear, that's going to be a sweat, I think, for for Duke. No, for sure, for sure. Um, It's going to be a tight game. I think think Virginia Tech – kind of flew under the radar this year just because they were uh, in the ACC and they weren't one of the, the juggernauts in that conference. So, But that'll be a tight game. Um, as far as your, your Belmont um, uh, Temple winner, um, yeah. I th- see this is a problem. I like Maryland. I, Maryland has a lot of talent. They got two guys down low, uh, Fernando and uh, Smith, who can, right. who can uh, eat up other teams. But they've They've just kind of been so so. Like they they haven't been as good as people thought. They haven't really, you know, reached their potential. So um, I think they can be dangerous. The I think this the Sweet Sixteen games are in Washington D.C. for that region. So that'll be close to home. Um, so that could throw a wrinkle in it. But uh, yeah, I like I like Maryland there for me. That'd be it'd be uh, interesting because. Uh... I don't know what the stat is, but they lost their first round game in the conference tournament. I don't think teams that have done that historically have done fared well in the tournament, but obviously it's March, man. They can turn it around. So who yeah. is your, yeah. who's your final four pick to come out of this region? I know we were talking Michigan State or Duke, but who do you like? Yeah, so I, I got Duke and Michigan State in my Elite Eight game. Um, it's tough. I think every most people are going to go Duke here. Right. Um, so that's playing into my decision, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with the opposite. I'm going Michigan State. Um, I like veteran guard play. I'm huge. That's uh, that's kind of a reoccurring theme with my my bracket is veteran guard play. Um, Cash is going to have the ball in his hands the entire game. He's going to uh, I think he's going to be 
uh, kind of amped up to outplay Trey Jones. Um, and I like the uh, the presence of Nick Ward coming back down low um, with Kenny Goins and Xavier Tillman. I think uh, they'll be able to body up Zion. Right. And uh, and McQuaid was absolutely lights out in that Big Ten championship game. And if he can shoot the ball like that, uh, they're going to be they're going to be a tough out, especially the, the way Duke can uh, kind of go through slump shooting the ball. So I'm going to go with the opposite. I'm going to take Michigan State to uh, to go to Minneapolis. Now I told you this off the record, but I'm going to say it anyways. And we went to a couple of my buddies and I. We went to the Big Ten sh- uh, championship tournament. Um, and the Michigan State fans are saying there's rumblings that Izzo might retire um, after the season if they if they make a run. So I could see definitely see Michigan State um, playing hard for them. Uh, but but I have to go with Duke. I just think they're way too strong. Um, and th- there's something about them that they're good enough to to win without threes. Uh, obviously, they're one of the worst in the country at three point percentage. But they're they're so talented that. I think they're going to get the job done and make it to Minneapolis. Quick they, tidbit on that. They they are the worst three-point shooting team in the field. So, so that's that's interesting. But, yeah. that And uh, I was hearing some, some people, too, the talking heads were saying if they take on UCF in the second round, that UCF, obviously, if Taco falls 7-6, they might force them to shoot it over the top and beat them for three. So that could be tough but i think duke's the only team in the field that's good enough to to actually get over the hump with with the three-point shooting woes but we'll see we'll see so uh you like michigan state i like duke i I really think one of those two teams should should really make it let's transition over to the south regional top seed in that uh bracket is virginia the cavaliers i don't want to hear any umbc jokes because they're going to crush gardner webb uh in the first game (laughs) Um, two seed Tennessee, three Purdue, and then our Wisconsin Badgers. My homer pick, uh, Wisconsin, Oregon. Uh, let's do it like last time. Do you have a sleeper here, uh, double digit seed that you like that could possibly make a run? Yeah, um, my sleeper team. I don't. I don't really know if there's a team in this uh, in this region that can make a run, but I like. Uh, I like. UCI, I like Irvin to uh, to beat Kansas State in the first round, especially if Dean Wade is not playing. Yep. Um, I just think Kansas State they play a very uh, they play with slow pace, um, and UCI hasn't lost and it's they been a long time. I, I think or December. Yeah, six. I think sixteen in a row. Um, they defend uh, they de- they defend the three point shot well. Um, they have a couple big wins too this year, so it's not like they haven't played anyone. They beat Texas A&M, they beat St. Mary's on the road, the team who just uh, beat Gonzaga. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, it's I'm not a with Dean Wade. I think that could change things, but even if he's playing, he's banged up and he's not going to be 100. percent So, um, I'm going to go with UCI either. Yeah, I like that too. Um... Just a quick update as of today. Uh, we're taping this on Tuesday, but Dean Wade's still unclear whether he could return in time for the NCAA tournament. Um, Bruce Weber said he's feeling better. So he's such an integral part of what Kansas State does, and I don't like Kansas State to begin with. So 
Um, I like that Irvine pick, but if I had to go off the grid, um, for some reason I like St. Mary's because I, I, I would fade the Big East. I think the Big East was just totally inconsistent. Um, and if Villanova misses their threes, that could be easy for St. Mary's. And, and I hate Purdue, uh, the three seed there. So St. Mary's would be my sleeper team there. So let's dive into the bets. Um, we'll start with the five twelve matchup. Obviously, Oregon taking on Wisconsin. That game's in uh, San Jose. Not doing the Badgers any favors. Oregon's one-and-a-half-point underdogs currently. That could change. Snuggie, do you have a pick for this one? Yeah, I. everyone everyone seems to be on Oregon, and that's why I'm sticking with Wisconsin. Um, I've liked Wisconsin all year. They definitely have had their, their rough patches, but um, this is a team that's they're high in the Kempom. They're, they're 12th, 12th in the Kempom. They can defend the ball really well. Um, they're pretty efficient on offense. Um, and I think that it just comes down to is this is the, the type of team that succeeds in March. You know, they're, they're built with a bunch of grinders, starting with uh, Brad Davison, who, who I love. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a guy that you want you want with the ball in his hands at the end of the game. So um, I'm not buying into Oregon. The fact that they just won the Pac-12, which that conference stinks. That's yeah. a bad conference. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not buying into Oregon. I don't think they've really beaten anyone all year. Um, their best win is against Washington, which is, I mean, that's not that great of a win. Washington's a good team, but they're not. They're nothing special. Um so I'm sticking with Wisconsin. I think they're they'll find a way to grind this one out. It's going to be a low scoring game. Um, oh, it's going to be so it's, it's going to be brutal. Yeah, you, you never want to be you never want to be caught at the water cooler on the Monday after you bet bet the under. But I think this <laughs> this might be the game where where you where you put some money on the under because it's it might be first to fifty in this one. So um, I would I'm definitely going with Wisconsin. I think they have more talent and they're going to get the job done. Yeah, I, I'm just, having watched them play this past week, I'm just nervous that the offense goes stagnant because um, Ethan Happ, 55% free throw shooting, whatever it is, they, he can't play in the tight games. Um, the offense almost just was Brad Davison taking step-back threes, and that's not going to win you many games um, down the stretch. But I agree with you what you're saying about Oregon. Um, they got hot. They might be a little tired. Um, I'm not really buying into the the, the location that they they uh, get a short flight there to uh, to San Jose and Wisco has to go across the country, so I'm not really buying into that. But um, I would agree with you. I take Wisco minus one and a half. We kind of touched on this one. UC Irvine is five point underdogs. Excuse me against Kansas State. Now Kansas State's one of those red flags teams because. They're good on defense, offensive efficiency, 102nd in the country. I think we're both on Irvine here, plus five. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. Um, like I said, Irvine's been hot. They're, they they've, they got a good team. They're rolling right now. Um, and I just – I'm not buying into Kansas State, right? I just – I don't think they're – I don't think they're going to have enough – um, with a with a dinged up or without Dean Wade, so um, I'm I'm going with Irvin in this one, and uh, I, I think they'll cover for sure, and they'll have a good chance of winning outright. Um, 
when I look at Irvine's uh, their, their starting lineup, they got three juniors and two seniors, and that's recipe for an upset. Uh, I got a senior point guard, Robert Cartwright, uh, who's pretty good uh, shooting wise, and, and his assist rates four and forty seventh in the country out of all players. So that's not too bad. Um, so, so I like Irvine as well. Um, they could definitely get the job done there. Now, I kind of touched on this, the Villanova-St. Mary's game. There's something about Villanova that I love because they won me the bracket pool last year, but then I hate them this year. I would lean St. Mary's plus five to keep it close. Where, where are your thoughts on Yeah, this is tough. Um, you and I are both big Jay Wright guys. He seems to always get the best out of his players, and uh, it looks. I mean, he, the way he coaches, it just seems like he coaches kind of without an ego, and seems like a guy you'd love to play for. So, mm-hmm. I love Jay Wright. Um, they've got some interesting pieces. Villanova um, Booth can score the ball. Eddie Pascal is pretty solid all around, kind of like a poor man Draymond Green. Um, and then uh, Gillespie, he was kind of a little cold in the in the Big East tourney, but he he can. Uh, he can ball out. He can score some points. So they, they got some good players there. Um, St. Mary's, it's tough to say because, you know, they just had, for most of those players, that's that's the biggest win they'll ever have against Gonzaga. So you always are a little scared of a letdown coming off that. But um, it's going to be a good game. I think just at the end of the day, I would lean on, on Jay Wright, finding a way to, to get his guys through that round. Um it's probably going to be a close game, so like you said, the spread is enticing there. Uh, but I would I would lean Villanova. Perfect, perfect. Well, uh, we'll get into our Sweet 16 picks. Currently right now, uh, we both like Irvine and I like Wisconsin. We both like Wisconsin actually too, and I like Wisconsin to win that game, so they'll take on Virginia. I think Virginia will beat them. Um, and then I like – I hate Purdue because I, I think Carson Edwards is overrated and – um, his efficiency is not that great because he's taken he'll he'll score like twenty points but he'll go like six for twenty, um, and he kind of hogs the ball there. So in the elite, I like Tennessee and Virginia, but I could see a team like St. Mary's Villanova getting into the Sweet Sixteen. Um, and I love I love Virginia even coming off the loss to the sixteen seed last year. Um, they're number one in the in the Ken Palm. Uh, second in offensive, fifth in defensive. So um, Virginia would be my pick, even though Tony Bennett's never been to a Final Four. I like Virginia. Who do you like in this bracket? Yeah, no, I, I'm i with you there. I, I hate Purdue. I think they're a very overrated team. They're definitely a hot and cold team. They, they seem to go when Carson Edwards goes, but at the same time, like you said, he's a little bit of a ball hog. Um, uh, when he played the Gophers this year, I think he was like four for eighteen in both games. So he brutal. He can he can struggle, and when he struggles, he still hucks him up there. And and the other thing too is, I hate Matt Harms with a passion. <laughs> I hate that guy, man. He's one of those guys you probably love to play with, but you would hate to play against him just because he's so obnoxious on the court. But um, no, he's a good player. Um. Purdue has some good pieces, but um, like you said, I could see them getting upset in in the round of thirty two against the Villanova or St. Mary's if if Carson's a 
has a bad shooting night. He's taking he's taking thirty seven percent of shots this season. Yeah, that's absurd. That, that is absurd. Oh, Screw that. Yeah, um, uh, I think Cincinnati Tennessee will kind of be one Ooh. of the best second round games we get. Um, well, you like Iowa as well, is that correct? Uh, I like Iowa, but I think Cincinnati gets by them. Um, I think Cumberland's kind of a man on a mission right now. Um, Cincinnati was was lights out against Houston in the in their conference championship. Yep. Um, so I think that's going to be a really really good game. Um, I like Wisconsin getting the Sweet Sixteen as well, like you said in Virginia. Um, so I'm I would I'm going to take Tennessee to beat Cincinnati just because I think Tennessee has too much firepower. Yep. Um, they have about four different guys who can who can win you a game, um, and I really like their guard play uh, with Bone. Nice. Um, He's explosive. That guy can can get to the rim at any time. So, I like him. I know you're uh, you live and die by the Ken Palm, and they're uh, they're the best team based off of those metrics. Um, I think DeAndre Hunter being healthy this year is a huge X factor. Yep. Uh, I like Ty Jerome um, to score. Uh, in the middle there, and then uh, Kyle Guy has just been lights out from three this year. That guy is, he, I think he's one of the most efficient three-point shooters in the nation. So I I like Virginia. Um, I think this is their year, so I'm I'm hoping they can uh, get through. I think they have enough depth, and, and they're pretty pretty seen, uh, not senior-related, but they, they are pretty veteran because yeah. like Guy and Jerome are juniors. They've been there before, DeAndre Hunter was there before he was a he was a six man last year key Braxton Key's a junior so they have enough but before yeah. we move on the last thing I wanted to ask you do you have a do you think Tennessee now Tennessee plays Iowa play the game is in Columbus Ohio which sets up a Cincinnati Tennessee second round game in Columbus do you think Tennessee deserves to have a gripe uh, about that taking almost a pseudo home game for Cincinnati in the second round even though Tennessee's a higher ranked team yeah, I mean, it's not an ideal drop, but at the end of the day, um, there's always going to be someone in that scenario, just based off of where the regions are. Um, and it's it's you know it's good for uh, it's good for fans. It's going to be uh, it's going to generate a little more buzz for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think you can attest to this too as a player. Um, it doesn't really phase you that much to if you're if you're playing, you know. A, on the road with with a bunch of their fans, honestly, it, it kind of pumps you up a little more when the atmosphere is a little rowdy and uh, you know the fans are kind of cheering against you. That can that can kind of pump you up in a way. So um, I don't I think it's tough, obviously, that they have to do that, but I don't think it uh, it'll affect it that much. I just think Tennessee's the better team; they have better talent. So so. We both had Virginia out of the uh, South region there. Let's move on to the Midwest region, two regions to go. Top seed in this is North Carolina, the two seed Kentucky, three is Houston, and four is Kansas. Now, for sleepers, I'm going to go with two that are not double-digit seeds, and I like Iowa State a lot. We, You and I have talked about this. They are The metrics love Iowa State. And I actually love Utah State, top 50 in the offensive and defensive efficiency rankings. Uh, do you have any sleepers, and, and do you like uh, comment on kind of what I was thinking there? 
Um, so my first sleeper is I love Seton Hall. North. Um, uh, Miles Paul is one of the best guards in the country. Um, like I said, I love love Not veteran guards. Terriers. So, yeah, I know, but I, I love veteran guards in the tourney. Uh, this is a guy who takes care of the ball. He can pretty much score at will. Um, they've been hot lately too, going on that run in the Big East. Although the Big East kind of stinks, but um, nonetheless, they've been hot. And I I think they're going to give uh, Kentucky kind of all they can handle in the second round um, if they get past uh, Walford in the, in the first round, even though that's uh, your Terriers oh, and that. that's your team. But uh, I love Seton Hall, and then I also love Iowa State. Um, I've been on Iowa State all year. They've got a ton of talent. They've got four or five different guys who can, who can shoot the three ball, who can score at will. Um, and, and Shyock is, he's one of the best, uh, one of the best there is. So, um, I like Iowa state. Um, I'm not really buying into Houston this year, but we can kind of touch on that a little later. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, I I like, I like Seton Hall and I like Iowa state for the, uh, for kind of my, uh, my sleepers who can make some noise. Now, let me rebuttal on you, on your Seton Hall, because I've been a Wofford guy since, uh, like, February, early February. If they get hot, they have not lost a game since December 13th to Mississippi State on the road. Um, if they can get hot, they're fourth in the in the country in effective field goal percentage. They got Fletcher McGee, obviously, who's their senior leader. Uh, Hoover's 27th in three-point percentage. Storm Murphy is third in the country. So if they get hot, I could see them actually beating Kentucky. And we've talked about this, too, is... Cal's a great coach. Cal uh, for Kentucky's a great coach to recruit and a recruiter, but he's not a great end game coach. And I can see them bowing out early. Do you do you agree with that statement? Yeah. Um, here's the thing about the Terriers, though: is they're lights out shooting the three ball, but they, that means they live and die by the three. Right. Um, and that's scary in the tourney because, especially in that first game. Uh, kind of when you're you're shaking off the jitters and and the rust of being off all week, um, you never you never know if if uh, you're gonna have a, an off night shooting shooting the three ball. So um, that's kind of my where I kind of take a step back from them and and that scares me a little bit. But uh, Fletcher McGee, that guy can play. He can uh, he can get buckets. So there, that's gonna be. That's going to be in a very intriguing first round game. I'm excited to watch that, but I'm I'm leaning on my guy Miles Paul there. So, and then Houston, you have been sleeping on them as well. They had two, uh, three losses, excuse me, Cincinnati Temple, UCF, but they're top twenty five in offense and defenses of, of efficiency. Calvin Sampson, the coach there, they got a senior guard and Corey Davis. Um, another stat I saw. Houston, 42.6% of their shots are three-pointers, and they're 77th, 77th excuse me, in the country. So I could see them making a run, too, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, they've got pieces there. They've got talent. Um, I just think people are a little too high on them. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Any Honestly, anything can happen. And I wouldn't be shocked if they made a run. Um, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they got bounced early. 
by a team like Iowa State because they can shoot the lights out when they're on fire. So, yep. so we touched on this game with uh, with our best bet. That's Wofford uh, taking on Seton Hall. You like Seton Hall plus two. I liked Wofford. Um, another one. I think we're both on Iowa State minus five and a half against Ohio State. Is that correct? Yeah, I think Ohio State stinks. I, I I'm not a big Ohio State guy. So besides Caleb Wesson, I think. Iowa State has four of the best five players on the floor. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they played them in like 10 games, they'd probably beat them eight or nine. But like we said, yeah. it happens, but anything can happen. But I, I like Iowa State as well. And then another game we forgot to touch on the 5 12 matchup Auburn's six and a half point favorites against New Mexico State. New Mexico State's going to be trendy. They're 30 and four this year, but their best win is probably against Utah Valley. Which is not great. They're thirty seventh in offensive efficiency. They got a couple uh, seniors, Eli Chua, um, and they're they're pretty good offensively. Could you see New Mexico State upsetting Auburn on a little letdown game after winning the SEC? Absolutely, I am fading Auburn hard. Um, I don't think New Mexico State uh, is a great team. Right. They're a good team. They're they're very balanced. Um, they don't really have a guy who takes over, but most of their uh, they get scoring from kind of everyone on their team. So um, I like that aspect. So if one guy's having an off night, other guys can pick them up. Um, they're very uh, they're an efficient team on offense. So I like that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm fading Auburn. I honestly the. Their championship win against Tennessee, that doesn't mean much to me because I think Tennessee... Um, mailed it in almost. They, they, they mailed it in. They they didn't really care. They cared more about beating beating Kentucky the night before. So, um, that yeah, that game doesn't mean much to me. I, I don't think Auburn is should be a five seed. Right. Um, so, I, I like New Mexico State. I don't know if they're going to win, but... It'll be a close game for sure, and I, I, I don't see Auburn winning more than one game. Yeah, um, Auburn is one of those teams that lives and die by the three too. They're they're up there in the yeah. point percentage, but they man, they take a lot of threes. They take almost fifty percent of their shots are threes. So yeah, I kind of wanted to touch too on. Um, I just wanted a quick touch on Kansas. Yeah, um, I, I think. See, this is tough because I think Kansas. This is one of the worst Kansas teams in a while. Right. But I also think that they're a little better than what people kind of think. I know everyone thinks the same thing, that this is a really bad Kansas team. But mm-hmm. they still got Dedrick Lawson. Um, they still got some guys who can play. Um, I don't I don't think Northeastern has a chance at beating Kansas. And then I still see Kansas getting to the Sweet 16. Um, but like I said, this is... This is a different Kansas team than we've seen in the past. It's not one that really has the chance to make a run, but um, I still see them winning um, two games. I hate to say it, but I agree with you because I, I just don't like the other three teams. Northeastern's no, good. exactly. Their draw was easy, but I don't know. I don't like Auburn. New Mexico State's not great, like you said. So I like Kansas. The thing is, I think Bill Self chokes. Uh, in the in the tournament, but I mean, obviously they made it to the Final Four last year. But there's something about Bill Self I don't like, so I have them in the in the Sweet 16 as well. Obviously, North Carolina they could get upset by Utah State, um, but but I don't think that'll happen. 
And I actually like Houston to beat Kentucky. I, I could see Kentucky losing in the second round. Um, and I like my, my Houston Cougars uh, with Corey Davis and, and Calvin Sampson leading them. And then um, I'd have to take North Carolina. I hate to take keep taking the one seeds, but I love, love, love North Carolina with uh, – uh, what's the big Afro's guy named Corey, Kobe, uh, Kobe White, White, um, and, and their senior laden with, uh, Cameron Jackson, the, or Cameron Johnson, excuse me, the transfer, uh, and, and Luke May. So I'm going to take North Carolina. Yeah, I'm, uh, so I, I'm, I'm on board with you there. I, I can't see used to be in Kentucky personally. Um, I think Kentucky is so good all around the court. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough for me because if they weren't in North Carolina's region, I would probably have Kentucky making the final four. Yep. Um, I love their, their two headed monster domo with, with Reed Travis and PJ Washington. PJ Washington is pretty much a walking bucket. That guy can score whenever he wants. Um, and then I, I like their guard play too. Ashton Haggins is, is really good. Um, and Tyler here, all that which is too bad for your your Badgers because he was uh, he was, he was looking like he was yeah I was looking like he was gonna head there but uh, that guy can that guy has ice in his veins he he can knock down thirty foot three pointers so um, I, I like uh, I like Kentucky to face North Carolina in the Elite Eight and like you said UNC is they have so much uh, so much depth this year um, uh, Luke May. Senior, um, Colby White, the most explosive point or guard in the country. I'm sticking to that. That guy is so fast with the ball Nasir in his hand. Little off the bench too. Nasir Little is probably the best six man in the country. Um, he uh, he's got a lot of talent there. Um, yeah, I I love North Carolina this year the, with the pace they play, and then Cameron Johnson can absolutely drained from three-point line he's shooting just just south of 50 percent so um i love north carolina this year i think they uh they get to the final four in minneapolis so probably probably the game of the tournament kentucky versus north carolina and you don't have kentucky making it there but i think that's uh i think that could be the game of the tournament couple blue buds there and if you're complaining about going all chalk we've got we've told you some upsets the upsets happen in the beginning. They don't quite happen late after the second week. Like once you get in the second weekend, it's just mostly chalk. So that's kind of what we're thinking there. Um, but that'll do it for the Midwest. We're going on to the last region. I would say, in my opinion, the toughest road uh, for a one seed and, and maybe the toughest region is the West. Gonzaga, the number one seed. Michigan, two. Uh, uh, we got Texas Tech three, and then Florida State four. I think any one of those four teams could make it to the Final Four. Yeah, it, like you said, it's this is a tough road. I mean, granted, Gonzaga is the the, the fourth number one seed, so it's well deserved that they have a, a tougher road than the other ones. But uh, man, I'm looking down this seed list, and honestly, one through seven, I I could see I could see a path where each single one of them makes a run to the Final Four. Um, they all have intriguing pieces on their team, and um, this divid- or this region is kind of a crapshoot for me. Um, this one was tough to pick, and this is definitely one that could uh, bust open some brackets. So I'm, I'm excited to see how this one unfolds. Now, do you have a sleeper? Because 
everybody and their mother is going to take John Morant, the 12 seed Murray State. And for some reason, I kind of like Marquette in that game because of their front line with Theo John. Um, so they, they could be a trendy one. Um, the winner of Arizona State, St. John's, could easily be a trendy one taking down Buffalo. Um, and obviously your pack, touch on your little wolf pack there at the, at the seventh seed, Nevada. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I think I think Marquette's going to beat Murray State, too. Um, I think people for, are forgetting how good Marcus Howard is. He uh, he might have a little chip on his shoulder heading into that game with everyone talking about uh, Ja Morant. Um, and then I think the winner of the ASU-St. John's game is going to be Buffalo. Um, if St. John's wins, that means that obviously they're – they're getting, you're getting the good St. John's team because they're so hit or miss. But right. uh, when they're on, they're they're unbelievable. Shamori Pons is that guy can lead a team, put him on his back, and uh, he can win games for them. And then uh, ASU is a, they've been hot. They uh, I like uh, their freshman uh, Dort. I think his name is. Yeah. He uh, he's Martin. a good player. Go as well. Yeah, yeah, Dort is his name. He uh, sixteen points a game this year. He's he's a good player. So I, honestly, I know people love Buffalo, and that's that's going to be a lot of Cinderella pick this year for people. But uh, I'm kind of off of Buffalo right now. Um, and my Cinderella team, the team that I've loved all year, yeah, is my Nevada Wolfpack. Absolutely, um, they've looked horrible the past two weeks, and it's. And it it almost had me fading Nevada for the tournament, but uh, Selection Sunday really turned that around because I love this draw for my Wolfpack. I love who they're playing. Um, matchup nightmares all across their front five. And my favorite part about them is they are as veteran of a team as you can get. Um, they have five fifth-year seniors starting in their starting lineup. Um, so with the Mar- is, is expected to be back as well, so that helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, uh, they've got Florida in the first round, and the thing about Florida is they, they're very disruptive on defense, and they rely on um, the other team turning the ball over. And see, that's the thing about Nevada is Cody Martin um, is one of the most underrated point guards in the league. Or in in college basketball, and he he doesn't turn the ball over. Nevada takes care of the ball. They're I think they have the third least turnovers in the field, so they don't turn the ball over. Um, and that's a team that uh, I hate to say it, but I think they're uh, they're going to go on another run. Um, they went on a run last year, and they returned pretty much every piece from that. So I really like uh, I really like their chances. I like Nevada too. That was one of the games. Um we had lines for Nevada, two and a half point favorites. At first glance, I thought Florida. I wanted to fade Nevada because they've been so bad the last two weeks. But Nevada is going to speed because Florida wants to slow it down. Like you said, they're forcing turnovers. Nevada is going to speed them up. It's going to be hard for Florida to come back. Um, I remember watching a game earlier this year. Uh, Michigan State went up huge on the road at Florida, and Florida couldn't come back. So I could see Nevada winning that game, and then. They match up well with Michigan in the second round. Um, they got great. They, their length, uh, Cody Martin, Caleb Martin, I love the length, and they could strap down Simpson and and uh, Brad Zekas, Michigan. So, but but don't sleep on John Beeline now. 
do not sleep on John Beeline in the tournament. No, absolutely not. I, we can touch on that. Uh, I'll touch on that game a little more when we make our picks. But, uh, yeah, like you said, I like that spread. Um, I think another uh, another line we both like is Marquette against Murray State just because we we both think Marquette's going to win that one. Um, mm. But, yeah. How about uh, the 8-9 matchup? We haven't really touched on a lot of them, but Syracuse has taken on Baylor. Baylor's been bad lately. Syracuse running that 2-3 zone. It's tough to uh, tough to get used to and get get prepared for it. Um, Syracuse is a minus two-point favorite. But Baylor's 28th in offense officially. Who do you like in that one? Uh, it's a bit redundant, but I like Syracuse. Um, they're... Seemingly a team every year that's built for the tournament because of their zone, because teams don't really know what to do when they face that type of zone. You know, it might be the first time all year they face that type of zone. But uh, I think actually Baylor runs a zone, so it might be a good matchup for them. But, uh, no, I like Syracuse. Tyus Battle, um, he's going to be the X Factor. I also like uh, Howard down low. they got some good players. Um, Jimbo Beheim always seems to to get his players to play their best basketball in March. So I like Syracuse in that one. Yeah, Battle's supposed to be – he missed a couple games this year uh, with injuries, but he's supposed to be back and ready for the tournament. So I like Syracuse uh, as well. Uh, for my Sweet 16s and, and Final Four picks in this bracket, um, I wanted to pick Michigan again, and I'm going to pick them to get to the Sweet 16. I just don't think Nevada's going to beat them. For some reason, I think Michigan's a better team. I like Texas Tech to get to the Elite Eight. I love Jarrett Culver. And Chris Beard is one of the best coaches in college basketball. I think he gets them to the Elite Eight. And I could honestly see Florida State with their length and their coach, Leonard Hamilton. They got five guys averaging double figures. I could see them beating Gonzaga. There's something about it I just don't like Gonzaga as much. So I got Florida State, Texas Tech. And then I like Texas Tech to go to the Final Four. Your wow! Thoughts. Wow! Uh, I like it. Um, I, I'm. That's not the road I'm going to go, but I like uh, seeing a little diversity out of that. And uh, I think you're. I think Texas Tech is kind of a, a sexy pick, if you if you want to call it that. But um, the thing that scares me about them is they can they can kind of go into shells on offense sometime and struggle a bit. Uh, you know, going through some droughts, but like you said, they've got one of the best coaches in college basketball, so uh, I could definitely see it. Um, I think one of the best games, um, you know, in the tournament is going to be that Florida State Gonzaga game. If if Florida State can get by Marquette or Murray State, because that's going to be an intriguing game too. But Florida State, um, they have like twelve guys that they play. They have so much depth. Um, so they, they rely on that. Um, they're a really good team. As you can see, the run they just made in, in the best conference in college basketball. So that's going to be a, an intriguing game. I got Gonzaga, um, beating Florida state, making it to the elite eight on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've got too much. And I, I personally think that they have the best coach in this region. I think Mark few is the best coach, um, in the West region, but, um, down low, I've got Texas Tech getting to the. Um, I've got Texas Tech beating the the winner of that first round game between Buffalo and whoever wins the playing game, and yep. then I've got Nevada beating Michigan. Um, nice. Their length is is pretty impressive. They're 
their uh, shortest player they're starting in their lineup is is six seven. That's the Martin brothers. Um, so that's, that's unreal, man. yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And I just I like Michigan. They're a great team, but who who's going to really step up for Michigan? I just think that Nevada can honestly match them, and they probably have more firepower on their team as long as they don't get off to a slow start against Michigan's really good defense. Um, it's tough. So It'll be tough to be in the tournament. That, that's what it's going to come down to, is if, if Nevada can come out hot, because they're a notorious slow-starting team. Um, and, and if they can get by Michigan, I see them getting past Texas Tech, because that's another very similar matchup. Texas Tech is really good on defense. They're, they rely on their efficiency on offense. They're not going to take a lot of shots, but they're going to they're going to score when they get their chances. So um, I would see Nevada getting past Texas Tech if they beat Michigan. Um, so I would have Nevada getting to the Elite Eight against Gonzaga, and that is where I see their road stopping. I just Gonzaga. the Gonzaga is too good. Too good, I think, for Nevada to beat. But uh, yeah, I like uh, I like Rui. Um, obviously, he's a first team all, probably a first team All American this year. Um, they've got great guard play with Perkins and uh, Norvell. Um, so I, I think Gonzaga is is my pick to make it out of the West. But like I said, this this region's a crapshoot. Anything can happen. I wouldn't be shocked if if Buffalo makes a run, if Florida State makes a run. If Texas Tech makes a run, so um, this this bracket is going to be the one that uh, probably wins or loses people's uh, pools. So I'm excited. So you like Gonzaga, I like Texas Tech. We'll go to our final fours. You have Michigan State taking on Gonzaga, and then you have Virginia on the other side taking on North Carolina. Is that correct? I do. So who do you I like do. in those, and then who do you like to be the national champion? I think that this is Gonzaga's year that they get to that they um, make that run. They're they're gonna get past really? Michigan State. Yeah, I think they're gonna get past Michigan State. I like uh, I kind of like that uh, Gonzaga has always been that team that you know can't get it done. So they're gonna have that chip on their shoulder this year. Um, I like Gonzaga to beat Michigan State, and then I like North Carolina to beat Virginia. Um, mm. I just think North Carolina has. Uh, they're they're a more talented team. They're gonna really push Virginia out of their comfort zone, pushing the pace. It's gonna be that's gonna be a type of game Virginia doesn't want to play. They're gonna try to slow it down. And if if North Carolina is hitting their shots, that's gonna be a game that they uh, that's gonna be tough for them to lose. So I like North Carolina. Um, I'll let you uh, make your Final Four pick, and then we can uh, talk about our championship games. Now, obviously, I'm gonna take. Duke over Texas Tech, that's kind of a no-brainer there. Um, they already beat them in Madison Square Garden. Though they had to come back, they stay absolutely. Texas Tech went eight minutes and on. They could barely score, so I'm going to take Duke. Um, and then I like Virginia. For some reason, I get sucked into Virginia, and I'm taking Virginia to win and beat uh, North Carolina um, to take on Duke in an all-ACC championship I I just I don't know what it is. I like Ty Jerome. I think Kyle Guy and uh, and those guys with DeAndre Hunter are going to be on a mission after losing to a 16, and I think they're going to win it all and beat Duke um, in the national championship. Who do you like to win it all? Yeah, I like uh, I like North Carolina. They've the last two weeks they've just been playing unbelievable basketball. Um, I think they've got. 
too many pieces where if someone's having an off night, the next guy up can pick them uh, pick them up. Um, they've got kind of they have it all. They've got good guard play or great guard play actually um, with Kobe White. They've got veteran players with Luke May mm-hmm. and uh, and Cameron Johnson. They've got uh, one of the best players that can come off the bench in Nasir Little. Um, Nasir Little. Prob- I, honestly, he's probably a lottery pick this year. Um, um, and Kobe White is as well. So they, they have everything everything that uh, you look for in, uh, in an NCAA championship team. They're good from the free throw line. They're efficient on offense and on defense. Um, and I think that they just have too much to overwhelm Gonzaga. So I'm going with North Carolina. I'm hoping not too many people do that as well, but yeah. I would assume that that's going to be a pretty popular pick, unfortunately. But uh, and I like Roy Williams, so that's uh, yeah. I'm going with I'm going with North Carolina, and uh, I really think they got a good chance at doing it. I'm glad we didn't. None, none of us went Duke because that's kind of tr- right now. Duke is plus one thirty to win it all. Yeah, it's like forty five percent of the brackets on ESPN. Which so, is just crazy. Yeah, that's Fade City. Um, yeah. That yeah, is Kentucky for eight to one, Virginia five to one. Um, yeah, so I mean, I really think it's it's going to be one of the blue bloods. It's going to be Kentucky, North Carolina, Virginia, yeah, it is. Duke, Michigan State. One of those guys are definitely going to win it all. It's just picking who's it who's it going to be. So um, yeah, we'll see. Do you have now? Before I let you go, do you have a pick for tonight's action? Because the first four gets underway. And it's Prairie View a and Fairly Dickinson. You probably don't know that game a lot. Minus two, Fairly Dickinson. Belmont, your Bruins, minus three over uh, Temple. Do you have a pick for the for the for the fans? Yeah, I'm going uh, in the in the 16 game. I'm going Prairie View because oh, that yeah. is the name of my elementary school that I went to. Wow, you have to. So, yeah, so fire up Prairie View. They're uh, they're going to take that one, and then the game that I think. A lot of people are going to actually be tuning into the Belmont Temple game. I've got Belmont. I think they're playing with a huge chip on their shoulder, being that last team getting in the tournament. I think they want to prove that they belong, um, especially being a mid-major. I like that, and I have Belmont getting it done. I love it. They're um, one punch with uh, Dylan Windler, and then Mazinski did not play in the Ohio Valley Championship He's going to play tonight, so I like Belmont as well. Yeah, no, Windler, uh, Windler can get buckets. He averages over 20 a game, so he's a good player. So, like it. So you got Prairie View, sprinkle the money line there, plus 125 there, plus two. Belmont minus three to take on Temple. Are you okay? What about Fran Dunphy? It's last hurrah for Temple. Yeah, no, I uh, – t- I've never been a Temple guy. Uh, they, they seem to always be in the tournament every single year. They squeak in somehow, some way. Um, they never really make any noise. So I'm going Belmont. I'm going my Bruins. Um, and then the last, the, the I just kind of wanted to touch on the ASU St. John's game tomorrow because I think that uh, that has a lot of intrigue to it as well. Both those teams are good. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going with St. John's in that game. I love Shamori Ponds. Um, 
they played really well both times they played Marquette this year and I I love Marquette I've been a big Marquette guy all year so I've seen the best of St. John's and I think that uh, that they're gonna bring that uh, tomorrow so I like St. John's too oh it's so hard they just lost by 30 I know he's championship yeah they can be bad and they're so consistent man I can't do it I think I mean, they're 111th in, in defensive efficiency, which not too great. And, and Arizona's it's a little more balanced, so I like them to win that game. But one of those two teams could beat Buffalo, like you said. So yeah. yeah. But I want to thank you for tuning in. If you missed it, came on late. Uh, Luke has North Carolina to win it all. I have Virginia to win it all. Man, that that hurts to say. I know they're going to choke. I just know it. Uh, it's not good. Um, but want to say thanks for joining us and hope you can enjoy the madness. Luke, as always, great to talk to you across the pond. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, I know we both uh, both love college basketball, so it was fun uh, breaking it down with you. And it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks. Uh, this, to me, is, is the best time of the year for, uh, for sports. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to just uh, kind of sit back and relax and uh, – um watch uh watch the best time of the year love it have a good one brother we'll talk soon yeah see ya